We are live, coming here with another BMFE podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor, and I am joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, tonight, we are going to do a little Final Reckoning recap, episodes one through three. So, uh, Alex, do you want to start by uh, explaining uh, the first couple episodes, a little recap for us? Can you hear me all right? Yep. All right, Trev. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so I don't know about you, but the first two episodes, I would say, were... um, I don't know. I mean, let's see. The first two episodes content we got was, you know, you have the first sort of challenge, I guess they call it. Um, where Zach and Amanda won, and then who are the last two place teams? Jenny, Jenna, and Jimmy, and Chuck and Brittany. Um, and then um, Zach and Amanda got to pick uh, Josea and Davon, Mama Day Day, um, to go into the Redemption House. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the two, the first two episodes are pretty, I guess, boring. I don't know. Um, I mean, that was all that happened. They, those three teams got sent to, sent to the Redemption House, and then they had the first challenge, which Brad and Kyle won. Um, and then, you know, we've got that sent us straight into the third episode. So I don't know if you want me to talk about just dive in, you know, do a deep dive into the third episode or what. Um, but yeah, the first two episodes are pretty slow. Um, just got us ready for the first elimination. So you tell me, Trev. Oh, uh, what did you think about Jemmy uh, and Jenna? One of the first teams to go, I guess, in the Redemption House. Um, I mean, honestly, I wasn't. I mean, you know, I didn't lose sleep over it. I, I mean, know, I was kind of surprised. I mean, you look at some of the other teams, and I don't know. Right. I, I felt like they were a stronger team. Right, right. You know, I, 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 I agree. It was a surprise to me. Um, but at the same time, I'm not a huge. I'm, I'm actually not at all a fan of Jimmy. Um, so I was glad to see her go. Uh, but you know. I mean, losing losing Jenna right off the bat is a is a big loss. So I wasn't excited about that, but losing was not good. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know, but you know, um, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It was kind of uh, I don't know. It just felt for me it was very surprising. Um, I mean. Uh, kind of like Nelson and uh, Shane were kind of one of the last teams too to finish, if I can remember correctly. Um, but another thing that stood out to me was how about Bananas not having a partner for like the first two episodes? <laughs> God, just an automatic free pass. Yeah, you know, you know that you know. I mean, we all know that's classic Bananas. Um, I mean, you know, BME loved loved just hyping it. Uh, with all their little, with all their little flashbacks and their sneak peeks and whatnot, um, trying to say all of the 
potential rivals or vendettas that it could be. Um, I mean, ultimately, we got Tony. Um, I think our listeners have, have heard from our previous podcast. Um, you know, they've been tweeting at us. Spoilers. <laughs> um, about who his partner could have been. So I think we all knew that kind of, you know, the Tony Devons of the worlds were coming. Uh, but I mean, now that Tony's here, I mean, yeah, it was, it was very classic in the first place that bananas didn't have a partner. Um, but I mean, you know, now that Tony's here, watch out. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, we talked about it. Uh, we both said kind of, uh, bananas, would be, you know, like the team to be. And I mean, I think Tony, uh, I mean, that's a hell of a partner to grab. I mean, it's gotta be, I mean, is it safe to say there's the team to be? Hmm. I mean, I think you would have to say that, right? I mean, I mean them or Brad or Kyle. I mean, those, I mean, I think Brad and Kyle is a very strong team. Right. But uh, bananas and I mean bananas and Tony. I think um, I think they have a lot of friends in the house too, which will keep them, you know, within the top five at least. So um, I don't know. Uh, I think they are just very strong, and um, I think they're gonna. Like I said, I, I think they're the team to beat, and I think they're gonna go all the way. Bananas and Tony. That is. Yeah, I just don't – I mean, I'm looking at the teams, and I just – I think, like, you look at, like – I mean, think about, like, in the first challenge, you saw uh, Derek and Tori. I mean, we thought that team would be, you know, pretty solid. And, I mean, Derek looked terrible. Like, Heisman just looked terrible. Right. So, I don't know about him. And then you look at uh, Nelson and Shane. I, I don't see them. I feel like snake or yeah snake shane has so he's like a snake and he has so many like people against him in the house i mean joss and sylvia is kind of a toss-up and then ct and veronica i mean what a disappointment that's been yeah but but has it been or i i, I don't know i feel like so much of the whole ct veronica dynamic has been just overblown by ct like overreacting to having Veronica as a partner. I don't know. She kind of just, uh, she's useless. She does nothing. Yeah. And I, I, I think Back in the day, she used to be bad. Yeah. And now she's bad. She's terrible. <laughs> and I just, I think one of these teams, uh, like a, I was going to say Car Maria, but never mind. like a Brad or Kyle might, try to throw in CT and Veronica into an elimination coming up. I mean, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't blame them. Well, all right, all right, all right. Well, that's a good segue. So how do we – I mean, we've kind of talked about, like, our very first impressions of this season overall. So how do we want to get into, like, what we've seen? I mean, we've all, we've all seen three episodes so far. So how do we want to get into, like, you know, the voting, the Armageddons of the world? Like, how do we want to – start you know doing a deep dive into the whole format of the season Trev well I honestly can make this short and sweet I just think it's a shit show this entire season how they just they're literally just pulling I mean with this whole what the what's this Armageddon that's the dome or whatever it's called oh. uh, like the voting thing I think it's 
different. It's unique, but it's like too much. Like, are you the one? It almost seems like with the like the lights up and all that jazz. I'm like, well, I mean, like, come on, like you're adding that, then you're adding in like the mercenaries. It's just, it just feels like they're just adding too much from too many seasons too quickly. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, I personally like. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's a good twist where I, well, I feel like it's a good twist in terms of um, like voting teams into elimination compared to what, you know, we usually see where it's like the winning team picks one team and then, you know, everyone else picks a losing team or the last place team goes in or whatever. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, we've only seen, you know, one real like instance of this. Um, but I kind of like where everyone votes for a team, last place team is in, and then they get to pick. Um, who you know, they, they go against? What was that? Uh, who they go against? Yeah, yeah. I like, I like how they get to pick where they go against because I feel like that just adds a whole, a whole new layer of like politics that this whole, this whole you know franchise has had for a while. Because I mean. Like, Trev, put yourself in a situation where you're you're one of these teams playing, right? It's like you – I mean, now that you know this – now that you know that what this twist is, it's like you don't – you either want to vote for the majority to whereas, like, you know, let's say six teams pick a team and then, you know, you just want to, like, minimize your chances of being picked or you want to – be you know one of the lower teams and you just want to pick like you just want to throw away your vote on someone who you know is not going to garner any other votes so that you won't even have to you know be worried about being called in so i don't know for me i kind of like this twist so far i mean we've only seen you know one episode of it really so i don't know i mean i i like it better compared to the you know you know the last place is on elimination of the world and they vote somebody in. So I don't yeah, know. I, I agree. It's something different and it's unique and stuff like that. I, I but like, I, I don't know if you saw the preview to uh, episode four with like the school or not the schools, excuse me, the double cross and all that stuff. So it's kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I think they're just overdoing it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think, you or I will, either of us will be able to like fully, you know, say it, say if they are overdoing it until, you know, we see it in the next two or three episodes. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I kind of, this, it seems like for um, Final Reckoning, they're creating this sort of theme that it is combining everything of the last few seasons. And I kind of like that. You know, they're doing, um, they're in like secret votings, um, you know, grenades, the double crosses of the world, and I kind of like that. Um, it makes it makes this season like feel like the actual capping of a trilogy, you know, when you're sort of combining everything elements else. elements from, from all the previous two. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I kind of like it. I don't know. I, I, I just think they're going to overdo it. Like, I feel like there's so much stuff thrown at us. And it's, I mean, I, I get it. You have to, like, change up the game so it's not the same season over and over and over again. But I don't know. To me, like, right now, like, seeing how it's playing out, I feel like 
I, I love the classic format of let's do the challenge, let's have an elimination, and that's an episode. And I feel like they've completely gone against that this entire for the past honestly three years. Right. Like I mean, it's it's. I think the challenge needs to be eleven to thirteen episodes, not like twenty plus every year. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I I totally agree with you. Um. I think you and I and most challenge fans want the typical episode episode to be, you know, challenge, drama, elimination, someone goes home, episode's over, right? That's what we want. Um, well, like, looking at the preview for the next one, I mean, what is it going to be? Drama, Redemption House, challenge, or whatever the heck that is, and then that's that's the episode? Like, I mean, it's just, it's a waste. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, I think they're, I, I think they're purposely like putting a huge amount of emphasis on the drama aspect of the whole show, of the whole franchise. Um, and I think a lot of viewers don't necessarily like want or care about that type of stuff, like you and I. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's what they want. So, I mean, I think we just got to take the bad with the good. Yeah, I agree. Um, another thing I want to talk about is that uh, first elimination uh, with uh, the cam matchup, and um, I don't know. I mean, I call I said it from the episode. Um, I felt like he was so unfair, um, and I thought I saw. I think Cara Maria posted on Twitter a little about that elimination too. Uh, but I said it right away. I noticed like Polly had like four bands on and like cam had two bands on uh doing the challenge so i don't know felt like it's gonna be kind of tough this year with eliminations because you know anything can happen so like i'm guessing the producers have to plan like you know you have to skew it like that or whatever so i don't know i felt like i I just felt like it was so and then I, i i just hate cam i think she's annoying the 4-0 record i mean let's be real she looked she I, she lost she lost to Hogan. She got killed. She gave up. She damn near quit against Hogan's daughter. So you can brag all you want. You're four and zero with your four point GPA, but you, you you still quit against uh, a star or whatever from Champs for Stars. And let's be real. Who have you faced? You faced Natalie twice. Natalie's like half your size. Like. God, face like let's bring out Laurel of the day, but you know <laughs> Emily. Let's bring out like those care. Like you're you're going against honestly. The, I mean, let's be real. Besides Car Maria and her, like the girls are just terrible now. Like there's there's nobody. Like I mean, Tori's solid, but she's young. I guess Cam's young too. But like, there's no Emily. Like Emily could compete against the guys and probably win. Laurel could compete against the guys and win. Like Coral could compete, but like. I, I don't know. I, like, I just think it's a layup with the girls now. Like, there's no, there's no, like, strong girl. Right. Um, okay, so let's, all right, so let's start from the beginning of what you said. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um, so if we want to look at that last elimination, which I think we should definitely cover in this episode. Um, because we've been through three episodes so far and have only had one elimination. 
um, which was Cam and Kaylee versus, oh, what's his name, Polly and Natalie, right? Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I think that elimination was, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I, I mean, agree with me if you want, but I think, I feel like the whole build-up for that elimination was so much better than the actual elimination, you know, getting, getting, like, getting to show, like, who is actually going in and then allowing, the, like, the twist, you know, to allow them to pick who they want versus, like, what the actual elimination was, was, I don't know, I mean, I feel like no one, like, wanted to see, you know, a Polly and Natalie versus Cam and Kaylee matchup, and I'll agree with you, you know, I'm not a big Cam fan, and she's actually been absolutely annoying this season, um, just screaming every time she gets on screen, um, which I don't like, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I I was not a fan of the first um, elimination. Yeah, I was. I was. I was actually kind of surprised. Uh, Natalie called them out. Um, I'm trying to remember who the uh, other teams were. Um, who was who? It who was, was the teams? okay. Yeah, so it was. So Natalie and Polly got the most votes, right? So they were in elimination. And then the, there were four teams that voted for them, which was five votes since Brad and Kyle were one of them. But you couldn't and, vote for them, obviously. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they were two votes. And then the other three teams were uh, Cam and Kaylee, Joss and Sylvia, and Amanda and Zach. Why would you not go against uh, – I don't know. I feel like Joss and Sylvia is – I don't know. I, I feel like if I feel like if you're um I feel like if you're you are Natalie and Polly and you get to pick one of those three teams and you're looking at a girl girl team versus a guy girl team which has Zach on it and then, then another girl guy team with Joss on it, I feel like you gotta go with the two girls, right? I mean Yes, but you have to think like what that you know with the uh, like slider on um, <laughs> Tam. Like, I mean, it was so unfair. It was four. I mean, it was four bands against two bands. Right. Yeah. But, like you, you know, have to take that in consideration. You know, something like that's gonna happen. Yeah. Let Let Trev. Why don't we talk about that going forward? Because I think this first elimination was. I mean, it was a perfect example of, like, how going forward, how many possibilities there's going to be, you know? Like, let's say there's a guy-girl team, right? That's that's last place, and they get to pick between going against a guy-guy team and a girl-girl team. You know what I mean? Like, every single possibility that, you know. Any... Well, yeah, they have to be ready for it. So, yeah, he, so like yeah. what? What? So basically, we're ruling out all like headbangers. That's not going to happen this season, right? Can, can we, we all know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Like, I don't like it. I don't like this. Like the cushion, the slider, or whatever you want to call it. I don't. I don't because it's like a. I mean, like I don't want to see puzzles. I don't want to see that. I want to see. I just want to see like the weird, you know. Headbangers, the 
the ones where you're in the sand and you have to like hit the bell or whatever. Like, the all balls, t bones of the world. Yeah, but like you're basically ruling that out because you don't know. I mean, if C- if it's CT and Veronica versus Cam and Kaylee, I mean that's not gonna happen. Or right. what they're gonna do is bloodline esque and have like one person go and you know risk it. Right. Which I mean. I'm not a huge fan with, so I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I think yeah, I don't know. I mean I think um, you know, this whole, you know, guy guy, girl girl, guy girl format is you know, this is the first time we've seen this since Bloodlines, right? Um, which was a complete, you know, bust remarkable of a season. Yeah. Um so I I don't know. I feel like I feel like BME is going to try to make it like if, as fair as they possibly can. I just don't know like how well they're going to be able to do that. Um, I mean, if you think about it and what we saw for this last episode, like you would, I guess you could say that like if BME knows that a guy guy team, for example, is going to for sure go up against a guy guy team, no matter like who it is, like that's their only options and they're going to make it, you know, sort of a hall brawl type of thing. But like, there's not enough, like in this example, like there's not enough guy, guy teams to go around. You know what I mean? Like there's too much like variation across this whole cast to where like, you know, production can't just say like, Oh, we know what's going to be this type of challenge, this type of elimination. So like, we're going to prepare for it. They, they have to prepare for everything. They have to prepare for every combination um, you know, whether it be a guy-guy team, a girl-girl team, or a guy-girl team going against, you know, one of those three. Yeah, so I, I I just don't know, like, how they map that all out because, I don't know, it's even though, like, I mean, it could be a girl-girl headbanger, like, I mean, but, like, it all comes down to the team and who they, you know, who they vote for, so, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know, so. Right. All right, so why don't we talk about real quick, why don't we just cover one of the main twists so far, which has been, through three episodes, the Redemption House. So what do you think of that whole twist, Trip? Uh, I'm not surprised that the Redemption House is there. Uh, just another, let's steal an idea from a previous season and throw it in. Um, but I'm curious on how the Redemption House is going to work. Um didn't TJ say they were going to get back? There was a chance to get back in the game. Um, yeah. Well, I guess that's the point of the redemption house. So uh, uh-huh. uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, I hope it's like – I. it looks like something with a double cross and if they go head-to-head versus each other and the winner gets back in the game or something like that, maybe they right. do that. Um, but another thing I, I really like, though, is when they spy on the – people in the house i i actually kind of like that yeah i think it was yes. in the second episode was it or yeah yeah so now now that i'm kind of thinking of it right so we've seen um three episodes and then the you know the little sneak peek was like one of the or one or two of those teams is getting back into the house right so i yep. wonder like i wonder i feel like the fact that they have this um 
like secret room surveillance or whatever they called it. I feel like the fact that they had that as part of the redemption house means that this twist isn't done, right? You know, I feel like they're going to have, you know, one or two of these teams come back into the house and then whoever loses the next elimination or whatever is going to go back to this elimination house and then the, and then they're going to, you know, be part of this like secret surveillance. I don't know. I feel like just the in fact in general that they created this twist to where they like can view challengers in the main house means that this isn't this isn't a one off thing. Like I feel like they're going to have challengers in the redemption house this whole season. So you're thinking kinda like so like the opposite of dirty thirty where um you know how they kind of grouped them in four or three or whatever uh like and then they did like a battle royale and then if they didn't make it out they were gone you think like let's just say you have two let's say right now there's four teams in the redemption house two of them draw the double cross one of them so when the the two that draw the double cross go head to head the winner goes back in the game but you still think the three teams that didn't uh, make it it's back into the game are still in the redemption house no no I no 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 I think it's I think however they do the double cross I don't know how they're going to do it but I'm saying like however they are going to do it whoever is out of those four teams is going to be like out for good like I I, I feel like I feel like this double cross and this whole redemption house is going to be very similar to 30, 30, like these four teams who are in there right now. Okay. Are going to be like grouped together. And then if you make it out, you're safe. But if you don't make it out, you're eliminated. You're yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I was thinking you, you, what you meant was let's say Jenna and Jemmy don't make it out. Well, then they'll have another chance in the second group. And then let's say if there's another third group of that. I thought that's what you were going to say. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I think that there will either be however, you know, however many production wants it to be. I think there will either be one or two teams who make it all the way back from the current Redemption House to the regular cast. And then anybody else who doesn't make it is done for good. Okay. I got you. I follow. I follow. We Gucci. <laughs> okay, so the next thing we want to talk about is um, I don't know. What should we talk about? We <laughs> we should talk about Trev. We should talk about all. I mean, you know, you got to talk about it. We should talk about all the. Final reckoning relationships that have formed so far. So I'll give you the choice. Do you want to talk with you know, or do you want to start well, we with? We should just know. start with the biggest one: the love triangle of Kyle, Kara, and Faith. Right. I think that's so, the biggest one to start with. All right. Yeah. So, so all right. So I'll ask this question, Trev. You tell me. Um. So if you're looking at, I think it's kind of four people in this, you know. And this whole situation, right? It's Kara and Kyle, right? They came on with history. And then Kyle's been talking to Faith and Kara's been talking to Holly. 
Polly. So, I mean, how do you like like what was your very first impression of this whole sort of, you know, um this love triangle with these four uh I mean, how I basically saw it was Kyle kind of fucked Kara over. Kara doesn't like Kyle but still has feelings for like like you know, doesn't like him as a person but still has feelings for him, you know. They had a relationship or whatever. Uh Kyle just kind of blows her off and goes with Faith now. And Car's like, you know what? I'm gonna piss Kyle off and hook up with Polly. So it's just like, you know, the classic try to get your old man jealous thing. So Yeah, dude, it's it's literally like it's more it's more childish than I could have imagined. Why Car was kind of being childish, but I can also see like on her side, like what he did and kind of like was kind of a dick to her, but like I don't know, like her using Polly or whatever. You know, I mean, I don't think it's right, but like, I mean, if they're if they're happy or whatever, if they're friends or whatever, you know. Yeah, but I I feel like throughout the the course of like these first three episodes, right? I feel like we've seen both Kyle and Kara say like like Kyle has said, oh, like Kara, you know, like I'm only jealous of Kara because she's like with another guy. And then I feel like we've also seen Kara say, oh, I'm only jealous or like mad at Kyle because he's talking to another girl. Yeah. So why are they not together? Yeah. Like, like what's the fucking problem? Like, I feel like, I feel like this, these first three episodes for both of them have just been very childish. Like, it's literally just like, you know, like trying to make, like, make the other person jealous. And, like, they're both there with each other. So, like, why not, you know, just, like, talk to each other and, like, see, like, what you can pick up from your past as opposed to, like, trying to make, you know, each other jealous. Right? Yeah, for sure. So, I think we're kind of done with that relationship. Um, triangle, square, big square deal. Uh, fiasco. So, um, you want to talk about Angela and Bananas? Oh, God. Which, isn't I'm... Bananas, like, 20 years older than her? <laughs> alright, alright. So, let's... <laughs> alright, so let's start from the beginning. Since the beginning of the show, Banana has gotten his own show, First Look, um, I think, which we're all looking forward to in September. Um, you know, I think we'll probably hold a separate podcast for that. Um, yeah, our listeners have been texting us about that. Um, but anyways, so Bananas so far has been, you know, having this little relationship flirtatious type thing with Angela and we've had some listeners tweet in that like this is literally what Bananas is doing with um with Angela right now is literally the exact same thing as what Natalie. he did with Natalie on Vendettas yeah um I mean yeah I, I looked it up the other day I'll have to double check it but I think Bananas is 11 years older than her um, I mean, she's like, she's like, Angela is still like very young. 
and you know bananas has been on this fucking show for a decade almost almost more years than she's been alive for correct correct yeah um yeah so kind of you know problematic on that end um 2001 to 2000 well 2001 to present mtv linkedin page you can check that out yeah people forget um yeah but i mean honestly like like when i I I feel like I've seen a lot of, you know, sort of hate, I guess, on Twitter about it. But, Trap, I mean, you tell me, like, I feel like both both sides of this are, like, very smart decisions. Like, you know, look at it from Banana's point of view. Like, why wouldn't you want to make sure that a rookie team is on your side? Like, even though it's Angela and Faith and they're probably not going to do many challenges, like, like if all you have to do is just lay by the pool and talk to her, why won't your side? And then if you're looking at um, Angela and Faith, like of course you want the strongest player on your side. Yeah. So like I can't blame either of these teams for making this sort of like temporary alliance, I guess. Yeah. Uh, is there any other relationships? Or do we kind of hit them all? Um, I mean, I guess they've talked about um, Brittany and Chuck. If you want to talk about that at all, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, we saw like I think Jemmy's kind of just stirring the pot, like always. Uh, I mean, two words: two words sexual tension. Uh, honestly, or I was gonna say Down syndrome. But, uh, yeah, where's Jordan? God. Um, I don't know. Um, Who else is there? Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's really just been this whole, you know, fucking Kara, Kyle triangle. I mean, that's been, that's taken up, like, the majority of the episodes. And then you got, you know, Bananas and What's Her Name. And then, um, you know, you got Natalie coming out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I feel like relationship-wise, there hasn't been as much drama, but we may see some of that coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, is that about it? Predictions for next episode, or or what do you want to do? Yeah, man. Yeah, let's... Alright, yeah, I yeah, I feel like we've wrapped up um, the first three episodes so far. So I think what I'm going to do real quick is just kind of like very quickly, like just talk about every single like quick bullet point that's happened so far. And then if I have forgotten any major points, you hop in, right? So, right. so starting from the first episode, it was that um, the graveyard challenge and – uh, Jenna and Jimmy, and then Josea and Devon and Brittany and Chuck were all sent straight to the uh, redemption house from that. So then all of the other teams, <clears throat> excuse me, all the other teams were um, were safe and were into the main house. And then they had that challenge um, with the rings. Brad and Kyle won it. That is when they introduced the you know the whole secret twist. Um, they voted in Natalie and Polly, right? I feel like I'm forgetting something like really big, but I feel like 
I mean, Natalie and Polly was the first I mean, one. you did. I mean, we kind of forgot about something big now that I think about it. We forgot about the fight. Oh, God, I literally forgot about that until this I mean, incident. it honestly felt like it was a year ago. Yeah. I mean, so, got- the classic I mean- Melissa and uh, Kayla fight, which, I mean, was just so stupid. I mean. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, I mean, watching it, um, I thought it was kind of funny how Kayla called Bananas out for not being there. And click, I mean, he's like the bed away, like literally right there, literally sitting right there. Banana Johnny, you weren't even there. And like, he, I, I wish they would have just zoomed, like replayed that clip again, just like right at that moment. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I mean, it was just not as you know. I mean, we're not as. I mean, they're pretty strict as it is these yeah. days with fights. I mean. I mean, yeah. some of you guys, if you haven't seen the older seasons, I mean, you can go back and see the some classic Durrell fights or CT fights that you can pull <laughs> up uh, that uh, kind of make that look kind of weak. So uh, if you're looking for a fight, <laughs> um, yeah. So I can't believe I can't believe they paired up uh, Kayla or no, they pulled uh, who was it? Kaylee? Yeah, it was Kaylee and Cam. They put together. Yeah, uh, kind of a weird team, honestly. Um, but I, I like, I, like we talked about. I do think Melissa and Kayla should have gone home. Uh, not a big fan of either of them. Right. So, right, yeah, I, yeah, I think the Cam Kaylee pairing was pretty weak. But like, first of all, compared to you know half of these other pairings, you know Nelson and Shane, Joss Sylvia's of the world, like you know the animosity like between them like isn't like too um unexpected and then like i guess i don't know i feel like it just makes sense you know there's two girl girl teams and one girl of each team you know gets eliminated like i don't know i feel like even if they're not really exactly rivals you might as well just pair them up to just keep that team there as opposed to getting rid of two yeah, teams. Yeah, two more teams, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I feel like the the rivalry overall is pretty weak. Um and then looking into the fight more specifically, uh I don't know. I I personally, I don't know about you, but I've personally fallen off the Kayla bandwagon very fast. Um I mean, she's still pretty bad. Um but I mean, she used to be like cool like a nice like challenge character and now all she does is try to start drama to to you know remain on the show and then um melissa i mean melissa's bad too but i don't know i mean just that whole fight was just so stupid especially getting into it on the first night i mean so dumb yeah it's so dumb and you know you got you got the bananas, you know, cars of the world, like sitting back in that room and just watching it go on. Like, I mean, that's just better. That's just better for them, you know. Yeah. It, just, it gets a team eliminated. Um, so I mean, yeah, it was it was just overall stupid for all of them. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It was just so so unnecessary it, from both sides. Like the confrontation was just so pointless. Right. Right. So. And not, yeah, and yeah, and it was just like, like when you brought up the fight, like 
five minutes ago. Like, I literally think about it again because I didn't know what you were talking about just because it was, like, it was so forgettable, you know? Yeah, I mean, it it only happened, like, last May, so. Yeah. This season has already felt like it's been longer than Dirty 30, so. Yeah. Uh, One more thing I want to bring up before we kind of wrap this up is um, kind of something small. Um, How about when Angela read um, the clue and everybody threw pillows at her? Uh Uh, Which, I mean, I've been watching the challenge for a long time. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that. (laughs) They they said it was a tradition, but uh, I don't know. I think it was happened in like one or two seasons, you know, a couple like five ten years ago you know in in that range yeah but surely not since rivals three i don't think that's happened yeah they they definitely have not for a while shown like someone actually reading a clue and then just getting pelted i can picture in rivals three when i think it was sarah who read the first clue um nobody was throwing shit at her so like i don't know yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe for this one, I I can totally understand. Well, I don't know. I feel like every season, every clue production obviously gets like the pick of, you know, who they want to read the clue. Um and so for this one, I guess they picked a rookie team to to read the first clue, which makes sense. And then, like, at that point, if, you know, you're a cast member and you see that production is picking a rookie to read the clue, right, you're obviously going to, like, you know, bust their balls, like, throw pillows or whatever at them just to, you know, get them going. Yeah. So I feel like once, once like, B&E makes the decision that, oh, Angela, if they're going to read the clue, it's up to, you know, the Brad, CTs of the world to – restore order and start just chucking pillows at them um yeah i mean the fact that she got that upset over it was absurd uh and you know the fact that bananas caused all that drama caused all that drama but was yet still the the same person to you know minimize all of it and reconcile with angela is just just classic bananas Oh yeah, for sure. So, is there uh, anything else? We kind of recapped everything—the fight, uh, the relationships, kind of it all. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think. I guess the last thing we could talk about overall is like what we think of the season. Um, for me, I guess it's it's been good. Um, just slow. I guess you know the first episode. Uh, they had that big graveyard challenge. They eliminated a couple teams, but they didn't really eliminate them. Uh, and then the next episode, we had a challenge. Like, dude, the the, the second episode, that challenge um, with the rings and everything, like, didn't even start until, like, with 10 minutes left. So I don't even know what the first 30 minutes of that episode were. Um and then the last episode, you know, we had the Armageddons, the light-ups of the world um, to kind of learn more about this format. Um, so I think, I think you know, for all of our BMFE listeners out there, I know we have a lot of people have been tweeting us, you know, missing us um, in our daily podcast. Um, 
But I think since we were late for the first few episodes um, for personal reasons, now, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like the first three episodes, content-wise, like, kind of were easily able to condense into one episode or to one um, BMFE recording. So now that we have recapped the first three episodes, we can kind of go, Next week, next week, next week, just you know, episode by episode, recap each individual final reckoning episode. Um, you know, we we would never want to be two episodes behind, but looking at the past two episodes of final reckoning, I think we're at a good um starting point for the season. So, you tell me, yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll try to get the episodes up. Uh every Wednesday or possibly Tuesday night, uh, depending on how we are with uploading and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it looks like this is going to be an every week thing, every week thing for the next, I mean, who knows, this could be 52 weeks for all we know. So, uh, a lot of BME content, uh, on this channel and stuff. So, right. So uh, I think that's going to be it. Um, unless you have anything else, Alex, or are you good? Uh, I'm good. So I think we will see all of our listeners next um, next week or next weekend maybe to recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, right? yeah, the next episode uh, will be a recap of episode four. Um And yeah, so that's basically it. So uh, until then, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Love you guys.